Welcome to God's Toolbox, the Bible. Here we connect the dots between God's Word and your real life experiences, challenges, and successes. Join us as we all get closer to living out God's purposes and His abundant life designed just for us. God bless you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to our noonday service this afternoon, Wednesday, August 25th in the year of 2023. We're so glad that you have joined us and we're excited about this word on today. So let us begin in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, with thanksgiving and praise on our lips to worship you because you are worthy. We ask right now, Lord, if you would bind the enemies of fear and doubt in our lives and we confess any sin, any unforgiveness that's in us and we ask that you would take it out. We put on the mind of Christ today, Lord, and we attempt to walk in step with you. Lord, we ask that you would be with those among us who really need you. We call the names of the bereaved family of the brother-in-law of Sister Carlotta Mitchell on today. We ask that you will heal the bodies of Sister Joanne uh, Williams and Sister Marie Adams and Sister Mildred Purnell. Lord, we ask that you be with Sister Gussie Fox and Many others who are hospitalized, who are shut in and homebound, Lord, that need you and need your care. We ask that you be with uh, Reverend Lamone Gibson and his wife, uh, Minister Tierra Gibson, on today, Lord, as they begin a new ministry for you, giving their lives to your people to serve you and be light and salt in this world. We ask, Lord, that you be with those in the war-torn areas of the Middle East and Ukraine and other parts of the world that we don't even know about, that you would touch them, touch the hearts of your people. And, Lord, put a shield and a hedge of protection around them as, as you would will it. Lord, be with them. We ask that you be with the incarcerated and maybe in prison physically, but also those that are in prison in their minds. And Lord, we ask right now for your Holy Spirit to come into this place, to speak through me, to teach your people, to encourage them and edify them that we can all be better people. I thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Today our word comes from Numbers 23, verse 19. Just one verse. Numbers 23, 
verse 19. And I'm so excited about this word because it really touched me, touched my heart, encouraged me, and I'm hopeful that it will encourage you. And this is what it says, Numbers 23 and 19. From the New King James Version, it says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? Our subject today for this noonday service is who is God? Who is God? Our God is not a pathetic psychopath, a schizophrenic bipolar God. No, he is absolute and intentional about all he says and does. We often say he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, but do we really acknowledge that in our actions? Do we really acknowledge just who God is? Who is God? Well, here's a definition. He is the creator, our creator, sustainer, judge, and the one in whose image man is made. His nature includes being spirit, person, life, self-existent, immutable, or in other words, unchanging and faithful to his promises. He is unlimited by time and space, and he is a one triune God. That's who God is. But probably the most important character trait of God is love, which undergirds all that he is and does. God is love. Malachi 3 and 6 says, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. First Samuel 15 and 29 says, He who is the glory of Israel does not lie or change his mind, for he is not a man that he should change his mind. James 1 and 17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So again, God does not change his personality. Who he is is no less today than in days of old. He is God Almighty. He can do whatever he will. He does not answer to anyone, especially not man, a being he created. God doesn't have to ask our permission to do what he does or explain what he does or doesn't do to us. So why this sermon today entitled Who God Is? Well, in my prayer time, I was asking God, what do the people need to hear 
Lord, there's so many things going on in our world that are troubling. And as we like to say, we have trouble on every side. What can I say to encourage your people? And this is what I received. That we say we believe in God. That we're putting our trust in him. But our actions do not show that to be the case. So what are these actions that God pointed out that discount him? Well, he has identified five things that we do that lessen our trust in God. That lessen our trust in the God we say we serve. And yes, I'm guilty of this as well. So let's dive in. And the first thing he showed me is worry. That one comes first probably because I tend to worry. And I have to catch myself and say, stop worrying. God's got it. Because worry gets you nowhere. Matthew 6 verses 25 and 27 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can anyone of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? The Father knows you need these things. He knows that. So worrying about it, just pray and ask God to provide it. Worrying about it doesn't help. So maybe you say, well, I'm not worried about those things. But rather, I'm concerned about my loved ones or my community or the world situation. Again, don't worry. Because First Peter 5 and 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Talk to God about it. Go to him in prayer. That's how you make a difference. But the bottom line is, do not worry. The second thing we do that discounts God and doesn't show that we have all trust in him is that we try to handle things ourselves. Without God, we have this fix-it mindset like vigilantes. I'm going to make it right. I'm going to fix this. Oh, no, not so, because John 15 and 5 says, apart from me, you can do nothing. 
You can't do it. You don't know enough. You don't have strength enough. And here's the thing. God is waiting for you to ask, seek, knock, and he will show up. So don't worry and don't doubt. Excuse me. Don't worry and don't try to handle it yourself. And the third thing we do is we doubt. Maybe maybe you've gotten down on your knees and poured your heart out to God. You casted all your care on him. You told him all about it. But the trouble is when you got up, you had doubt in your heart that God would help you out. Well, listen to what James 1, 6 and 7 says. It says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea. We live by the ocean. We know blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. The word says, don't be double-minded. Ask and then believe. Because if you ask but you don't believe, why even ask? Don't worry. Don't try to handle handle it by yourself. Don't doubt. And here's another thing. Don't shrink back succumbing to fear and doubt for whatever reason many of us were once on fire for God but we lost heart succumbing to fear and doubt worrying about what other people say or do we stop believing God like we used to stop working for him like we used to stop depending on God As if God changed. No, God hasn't changed. But the problem is maybe maybe we're suffering burnout and we just need rest. Maybe the enemy has tricked us into believing that God is not who he is, who he says he is. Maybe our motives were off-centered in the first place. And we were not really working for God's glory, but our own. And now we are lost. Does any of that sound like you? But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. In other words, stand up, put your shoulders back, and remember who God is. Our God is God Almighty. And then finally, one of the things we tend to do 
that says we don't really trust God is that we try to blame him for all that is wrong in our lives, all that's wrong in the world. Now, I want to remind you that we live in a fallen world. Ever since the mess up of Adam and Eve in the garden, evil has come into our world and has tainted everything that's good. But take heart. Light has come into the world. Jesus is available to all who accept him and he's able to shield us, cover us, and give us the desires of our heart. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. And Many of you know one of my favorite verses, John 10, 10. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So I just want to remind you today that God says, trust me, I don't change. I'm, I'm not schizophrenic. I'm not bipolar. If I said it, you can trust it. You can trust that I'm faithful and my mercies are new every morning. So stop the worry. Stop trying to handle things on your own. Stop doubting. Stop shrinking back, succumbing to fear. And doubting me. Stop blaming me. Because we live in a fallen world. Who is God? He is the great I am. For he says, I am whatever you need me to be. Stop saying you love God and then acting like you don't. Come on. Just as a little child puts his hand into his father or his mother's hand, and then they walk along without a care in the world because they know mama or daddy, they got it. And I don't have to worry about it. Let's put our hand in God's hand. Who is God? He is God Almighty. And there is none besides him. No other like him. Trust him today. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for reminding us that apart from you, we can do nothing. But Lord, if we stay in touch with you, if we keep our minds stayed on you, you will keep us in perfect peace. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you that you love us 
with an unconditional love. We can't do anything that will sever our sever your love for us. There nothing can separate us for the love from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord. And we know that time after time we mess up. But we put it in front of you. We confess it and we ask you to forgive us. To strengthen us. To give us courage and understanding. And to let us know that if we have our hand in your hand, it will be all right. We're holding to onto your unchanging hand. We thank you, Lord, for each person that's on the line today, each family that's represented. We ask that you would touch them at the point of their need and that you will show them that you are God. We thank you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, everybody. That's the word on today that I was so excited about delivering. It's the word that's encouraged me to stand up, put my shoulders back, put my head up, and declare that God is God. And beside him, there is no other. We thank you. We appreciate your support. And I hope that you will go and be great for God. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forevermore, let us all say, Amen. God bless you. I love you and you can't do a thing about it. Have a wonderful afternoon.